Welcome to the Property Renovation Podcast. I'm your host, James Woodham. And I am your co-host, Juliet. Juliet has a decade of architectural experience in the US. And James has completed over 250 home renovations in the UK. Together, James and I have over 35 years experience designing and building homes. This podcast was created to give you, the homeowner, the power and the knowledge to get your project done right, on time, and with quality workmanship. We've been going for just over a year now, and we have over 50 episodes for you to listen and absorb all the information from key experts in the industry. That's right. We've spoken to industry leaders, builders, architects, and the best part of what we do is hear from you, the homeowner, what went right and what went wrong. We really hope you like listening to this podcast, and if you do, please leave us a review. Reviews expose us to more listeners, which in turn means we can help more homeowners save money and avoid the chance of things going wrong. With that said, let's get into today's show. Hey guys, welcome to episode 104 of the Property Renovation Podcast. I hope you had a good weekend and you managed to get some things done in the home. Um, on this week's episode, it's myself speaking with Sarah, who's an interior designer. Uh, she's been on before. She's done an episode with our co-host, Juliet. Um, but this time, we are doing an episode together. Uh, and it's on the topic of kitchen design. Um, so it's if you were going to a kitchen store to get your kitchen designed by by the company there uh, versus... Uh, an experience with an interior designer and we speak about more about what you would get um, if you would get more value from an interior designer um, what an interior designer could offer you where uh, a kitchen store might not be able to offer you um, and just discuss a bit more in depth about uh, how much more you can get out from the investment of purchasing a kitchen um, just to remind you that we do close for our summer break on the podcast. Um, our last episode, uh, is on the 29th of July and we come back on the 2nd of September. Uh, it just gives us a bit of a break to, to focus on, uh, what we've done, been doing so far this year, uh, what we could do better and come out with some more great content for you, uh, in September. Uh, so, I hope you have a great summer. Hope you get to spend some a nice time with your family if you're going on holiday, or maybe you are just focusing on the house and and getting it done before uh, the winter comes in as well. So, um, on that said, have a great uh, break yourself, and um, see you on the next episode. Thank you very much. Sarah, how are you? Hi, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good. I know that Juliet's recorded with you already, um, but I've not. So this <laughs> is the first time that we're actually recording. So um, how how's your week been, actually? The weather's been absolutely crazy here. It has been crazy. I've actually um, just come back um, from holiday this morning. So um, nice. I took some work to do away because obviously you can never leave anything. But um, yes, full flow back in today. <laughs> where did you go? Um, I went to Spain. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And, the, and the, the weather was good for you? Yes, very, very hot. <laughs> I think we're going to experience 39 degrees on Sunday. So I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Apparently it's the kids uh... are going to manage. Yeah. <laughs> nice way. Uh, anyway. Well, I think this episode, I'm, I'm actually glad that we're doing this one with you. I think I'm on the same, uh, opinion 
with you in, in, in so many ways about yeah. this, but the title of this one is basically kitchen designer versus interior designer. And, um, there is a difference. And, yeah. uh, I think that's what we're going to be talking about today. So why don't we just kick off with saying, um, we're just asking you, what are the benefits of going with an interior designer, for instance? Um, so I think the the main benefit I feel is that they are there to sell you a product. So they have a catalog of products that they like to um, use. And they're the things that they will sell you, whereas an interior designer will source various different items from various different places, make the space work for you, make it work for how the flow of your home should feel. Mm. So like kind of like going a bit of the extra mile in a way. Yeah. I think it's, there's so many different things out there. There's so many different designs. And I think it's, even if people are on a budget, it's, it's about, using the products that are available out there in different ways to create the style instead of having a set list of items that you can use that you sort of have to go by and they're the items that are being sold to you. Because I always, I mean, my parents are actually going through this at the moment where my my mother's actually been talking about having a new kitchen since the day she moved into the house and that was about eight years ago and she she still hasn't made up her mind in terms of color and layout and stuff like yeah. that and um i think for anyone whether it's a, a little budget or or a, a much larger budget it's still um and, and it does take a lot to go through so to i, I think sometimes to to go to any kitchen outfit and and be kind of rigid in their opinion and only uh, look at what products they have um, versus an interior designer, I think is a shame in a way, you know? Yes. Yeah, I agree. Because there, there's so much more out there than just what they've got in their, in their store. Mm. And I think that's what I like to work with. I like to be able to show people various styles that they like whereas it might be like a shaker country kitchen or something they want super modern or the feel of their house i mean most people have a have a style um whether they realize it or not um and then when they have something new they want that to be within their style and i think that it's then searching down those different avenues to come up with something that's unique to them um which is i think is really important some people might say that you know with the kitchen um companies they offer like a a a free design package and i'm i'm never believing that something is free anyway it's always hidden within (laughs) some kind of cost so um uh what would you say to a homeowner that is in that position where they could go to a kitchen designer and, and get one for free uh whereas um they might think or worry about how much invest in investment they'll have to do with an interior designer? I think if they went to a kitchen designer, um, as mentioned before, they're obviously only going to be able to put down their products. So they'll have this unit and this unit and this unit, and that's all they'll get. Whereas 
with an interior designer, if they invested, they would, they'd get a scheme rather than units. So we're still working with like the flooring, the lighting, um, the colors on the walls, the colors of the units, the worktop textures. I think it's, it's a whole package. And I think that that isn't something that necessarily kitchen designers offer because they are so limited in what they have. Mm. And I would probably say that they are more than like to be more sales driven as well, maybe. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of these people are on commission. So it's something that they will push for because that's, that's how they make their money. But I also believe that when you ha- buy a kitchen from them, I do think they are very costly for what they are. Um, there's so many different companies out there that you can get amazingly good quality kitchens from, or even if you decided to go for bespoke doors and rigid carcasses and you got them from different places. I think that's a, that is another thing that interior designers can offer. They can offer the mix and match from buying from different places and making you have this bespoke kitchen, but for half the price because you've used standard carcasses. So I think what some people might struggle with, Sarah, is that um, whereas if they wanted to have a kitchen design done, most people would just go to a kitchen de- company um, and they would offer it for free. Whereas they would probably think twice about hiring an, an interior designer because of the investment that they would have to put in. So um, what would you say to someone that would, that, that's thinking about those kind of situations? Um, I think like I mentioned before, the kitchen designers have, a limited product um, mm. catalog that they have. So they're there to sell those items. So that's what they've got to, got to use. So mm. I think that whereas everyone has their own style, whether it be sort of super modern or um, shaker or country or something like that, they're, they're, they're very limited in those sort of styles that they'll have on offer. Whereas if people were to invest in an interior designer, they can say, this is the sort of style that I'm after. And the interior designer can go away and find anything. There's so many variants and so many products out there that can be used or created to make such a unique space. And I think that that's one thing that is just so nice to have that something so unique to that one person. I so, think that so more like considering your home um all in really and, yeah. and the other elements that surround it. Yeah, everyone's got their their own style. Um so I think that making a house flow is really something that has to be touched on. I think that if you go to a kitchen designer, they they're not going to know what your house looks like. They're not going to think of the lighting, the the flooring, the colouring, how you use your kitchen, how you go in there and what items you necessarily need to store. And I think that if you had an interior designer, then all these things can be thought of. Bespoke options can be made, whereas if you had standard carcasses and then bespoke door fronts, it keeps the costs down from a truly bespoke kitchen, 
but it still gives you something completely unique. Mm. Yeah. And where does the um, installation come into it? Because I can see some kind of overlap there. And um, whereas I think with kitchen companies, they've got their own installers, but sometimes there are also options where you can hire your own company to install a kitchen. Um, where does it come? Where does it come? Where does it end with an interior designer and what, what other sides of the service can you offer? With most, um, kitchen companies these days, they, they have, uh, contractors. So their self-employed team will come in afterwards. So they're not necessarily hired straight from the company. Um, um, my parents actually a while ago had, uh, they decided that they were going to go with a kitchen company. So I said, fine. <laughs> and then um, they found that actually the guys that the kitchen company used, obviously all self-employed, so they're lovely guys, but there was no project management. There was no, no one came to site to inspect from the kitchen company. It was very, it, it, it was very disjointed. Um, and I think that, with an interior designer, um, such as myself, I always like to do things from start to finish. I don't like to just design something. I like to make sure that it's something that can just be fully delivered. I get a team of people on site and I go to the site and make sure everything's working and go through all the drawings and make sure that the whole package is being delivered. And I think that that is something that the kitchen company can't um, deliver. If you're planning a renovation or you're moving into your first new home, then the Akiva Toolkit could be the solution you need. With its easy-to-use package of 10 documents, you are able to manage time, budget, and the communication between your builders and you to ensure the project is complete to satisfaction first time round. The Akiva Toolkit saves you money and time. It's for the first time renovator and the renovator that wants to do things better the second time round. It's a fraction of the cost compared to paying for mistakes or repeating work that's already done. Go to akivatoolkit.com and get your project off to a perfect start today. We speak about this uh, quite a bit, but um, when you have to think about a plan B, Mm. Um, you know, kitchen, kitchens are always formed on the dimensions of your space. Um, but when you start to, you know, not every homeowner is going to consider uh, a plan B if something doesn't work the first time round. So, no. um, I can't, I can't imagine how that would work with a kitchen company because they would be quite surprised. You've now got no kitchen. Um, yeah. and something has to be redesigned and. I'm sure that would just take a bit longer. Yeah, I think changes with kitchen companies are hard. It's it's not like they can give you various different options that you can consider. And because it's so corporate as such, they've got these rules that they need to follow. So um, everything has to go through protocol as such. So... Like credit control and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So when something changes, it's not as easy as just actually, I don't really, should we not have that tap? Should we have this tap? And actually we're at a really good stage where if you do want to change that, that's fine. And that is something with interior designers that can be done. Like if, 
the whole thing, unless it's been made, the whole thing can be altered like right up until the end and until you're completely happy with it, then nothing gets done and all the prep work and everything can be managed. And and I think that if a client went back to a kitchen company and said, actually, I don't want this unit, I want something else, I think they would panic a bit. What happens when there are like... <laughs> What happens do, do, so at, at some point when someone hires you and you design the kitchen, mm-hmm. are you then project managing the entire thing as well and handling yes. the team? It's, it's, it's much better because I find that that's more personal. Yes, definitely. And that's the thing that I really, I really like. I love working with clients. I love sort of getting to know them and how they use their home because interior design is so personal everyone uses their house so differently and um i recently did a utility room design and i made them sort of reel off like what items they want to keep in there because i'd want to make sure that i have the shelf height set ready so they can just have everything put away there's if they need tool cupboards, how many ironing boards, or just make sure that everything is set up for their home rather than the standard shelf size or the standard cupboard size. And it then not being personal because they've got to try and fit things around their new kitchen, which shouldn't, shouldn't happen. There's so many things that you can do with a kitchen anyway, because what, what let's talk about the considerations that you need to make apart mm-hmm. from besides the units, but you've got the taps and, yeah, the, the worktop. Where does it, where does it end? You know, what 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 other considerations in a kitchen would you say you need to make anyway? I think if you're redoing a kitchen, I think you might as well just go back to there and start again. I think that's the best way. I think if if someone was to say leave a floor because they're like, oh, oh, I don't know, we'll leave it for now. I think that's that's when it's like, no, let's let's do it all because when the whole kitchen's done, you've got this beautiful shiny new kitchen you're going to be like i want to change the floor so i think having the whole pack and presenting to them the lighting options which is really something that is so important in kitchens um the colors the flooring the the design of it like you say the worktops the splashbacks there's so many different materials so many different stones so many different like door fronts, you could have them in wood, you could have it lacquered, like all the handles, handleless, the true handleless these days. There's so many options to sort of like yeah. look into. Yeah, we're trying to get a company on to come and talk about um, actual door frontals because I think that would be a great yeah. episode anyway. This, it's, it's a very popular thing that people are choosing to do. Yeah. Um, where you, you can go and buy a kitchen from IKEA. And literally, um, get the doors from somewhere else and have whatever color you want as well. And, yeah. um, there's, there's so many more options. What's, what's your favorite style of kitchen? Would you say? I, I love a modern kitchen. Um, and at the moment I'm really into, I love walnuts. I love marble. Um, I love the like fluted doors. So like the woods like panels or the fluted. Yeah. Um, I love that sort of thing at the moment, something very crisp. I like modern kitchens as well. Mm. It's, it's, it's just, just flows really, really nicely. Yeah. Actually. And you can do so much with lighting as well. Yes. 
Um, yeah, and there's so many, so many things that you can do with sort of hidden spaces. So all the appliances that I don't want to see, you can create these beautiful little nooks where you open the doors and they slide back, but you've still got the worktop inside this unit and mm. all the plug sockets and lighting inside this little unit. So it's like a larder, but with a worktop, which keeps your toasters and everything that you don't really want to keep out on the side, just tucks away. And um, they're really nice. That's another thing because that that falls into more of a, a bespoke kitchen, doesn't it? But yeah. To to go with a kitchen company that's rigid with the size of their units, and you you're, you're kind of fixed with, you know, um, a three hundred unit or a four hundred unit. Um, but whereas you can really maximise out of the space you've got when you when you start to design your own kitchen yeah and even even things like that even if someone wanted something like that 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 didn't want to spend a ton of money if they did get a standard carcass all you needed to then do was order another end panel to then put in you get this specific sort of runners that are on the hinges to hinge the doors and slide them back so i think it's things like that that interior designers will look into for you rather than a kitchen company won't go and source those sort of hinges. No, no. And what, what uh, are you designing a kitchen for anyone at the moment? Um, yes, I've got um, one in London and one in um, Hertfordshire and Cambridge. So one of them is super modern. Um, we've gone for the fluted doors, but it's going to be painted. Um, one is going to be a more wood effect, still modern. And then the third one is a more country kitchen. So we've kept, we've sort of been keeping with the house. So we're going to keeping it light. Um, and nice. it's a nice modern shaker still. And the one that's being paint, uh, painted, is it hand painted or spray yep. painted? Hand painted. Very nice. Yes. <laughs> so what, what other tips could you offer anyone that's like, if someone's just now decided that they're going to, go out and invest some money into buying a kitchen. Um, what, what tips could you give to help them out now? I think that um, doing research, obviously onto what sort of style of kitchen it's, mm. it's handy having the kitchen companies out there that people can just go and wander around kitchens. It's not like you can just go into someone else's house and just have a look at their kitchen. So <laughs> it's handy to sort of pick little things that you like um, but I think do the research into interior designers and contact a couple. Most people will, most interior designers will come out and speak to you for free because obviously that's how you get your clientele. You have to be really personable. And then when you get that connection, they're like, actually, no, I do really want to go with them and then go from there. But I think it's, I think it, it should be something that, people should do and look into interior designers more. Would you say that always be mindful on um, your investment in a kitchen? Because with kitchens, you don't really change them that often. No. Um, and they can add the appeal to any home that you're trying to sell as well. Yeah. So, um, I probably would just add to the point that think about it, but think about it some more as well. And they're going to be more expensive options, but 
will that actually look a lot better and last a lot longer than going for the cheaper option? Yeah, I think there's there's places in the home that you can compromise on. Mm. And I think there's ways of compromising as well. Um, but I do, I do think that the kitchen is something that you, like you say, you should invest in. And mm. even if you do have a budget and interior designers can work to any budget. Um, it's just a case of maybe finding different ways of using that budget to create what you want and maybe just having to tweak some little things here and there in different aspects of the room and just I think yeah making sure it works for them Mm. yeah well hopefully we've given some good advice to to anyone that's about to buy a kitchen um it's worth actually mentioning at the moment that uh we've got the um Akiva toolkit um that people can just download um, and, and there's lots of documents there that you can consider, um, looking at before you're getting someone to install your kitchen as well. And, yes. uh, I think that's just going to save you a lot of time, yeah. uh, and money. So, um, but Sarah, it's been really nice to actually do a podcast with you. Um, hopefully it's uh, the first of many. So thank you very much. Thank you.